Oh, I know y'all probably like, what in the hell, what honor and privilege do we have to hear from this man on this platform on this day? What's good, y'all? I missed you. Today is Thursday, October the 21st, 2021, and it feels good to be back talking to y'all where I got my start at. Welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. This is your host, Travis Bethay. I haven't spoke with you guys since March of this year, and I want to apologize because I should have did um, some follow-up episodes between uh, that time and between now, but I didn't. Uh, And if you've been a supporter, if you've been following the podcast since uh, 2019, and especially last year in 2020, you know that part of my thought process and uh, my end game was to transition from audio-only and going to YouTube and doing uh, videos, doing interviews. And that's where a lot of my focus has been. Nothing's stopped. Nothing's changed. But I neglected my baby. I neglected my core, even though I feel like my core audience uh, transitioned over to YouTube with me as well. We've had a good time. We're at over 5,000 views on YouTube, well over 3,000 spins uh, with the audio, uh, and we stopped doing the audio in March. So you're talking about from September of 2019 to March of this year, we did 3,000 spins audio. And uh, I didn't put it out there on social media. Um, I celebrated the silent you know, victory amongst you know people in my inner circle. Uh, But I want to come on here today and thank you guys for everything, for letting me utilize my voice, for supporting, just for listening uh, on a weekly basis. I started out doing this thing twice a week. I went to doing it weekly and then I transitioned over to YouTube. I tried to bring somebody on board and I apologize. Uh, I talked to a few of my core uh, listeners and they told me, like, they were disappointed when they would click on the, the link and it wouldn't be me the day here talking. I apologize for that. I'm not going to tell you that uh, you'll never hear anyone else's voice on this platform or see anybody, you know, you or that you won't see anybody new on YouTube because you will. Um, the ultimate goal is to have a network and to bring people along so they can use their voices in in uh, a positive manner and get a lot of news and material out to you guys. I want people to be able to come here and showcase talent, but I also don't want to neglect the fact that a lot of people are here for me and I'm not being cocky. Uh, I'm not cocky at all, but listening to you guys let me know that you wanted to hear from me and you weren't hearing from me and that bothered you. But when you hear, heard from me, <clears throat> excuse me, when you heard from me, you know, it was, it was beautiful. The numbers were great. And, you know, I'm back. Um, I should not have turned over the reins to this platform to anybody else. That will never happen, happen again. Even if someone comes and they're uh, doing their own podcast they they would never take the reins again because I entrusted someone and they just turned out to be a complete slime ball. Goofy, you know what I'm saying? But it didn't fade anything. Like I said, we went to YouTube and we're flourishing there. <clears throat> so I just had to get that out of the way. Today you're going to get a full episode. Uh, you'll get a full full episode weekly. Um, even when we start back doing interviews on YouTube, I took September off just to get myself together. Uh, this is a lot of pressure. Anytime you're doing anything where you're your own boss, where you're the, 
the primary decision maker where everything goes on you, it can get rough. You know, I do have someone that helps me with the, the they, they do my filming, they do the audio, they do that part. But the creative part, that's all on me. And sometimes it gets to you. So September, I had to take a break. We uploaded Sean Moore, Legends of the Fall. That was my um, fastest climbing video that we've done, which is a positive, uh, uh, definitely something positive that came from that interview with, uh, you know, with him being just a dynamic football player that he was. He's a great individual, great person. I, you know, you guys should check him out. You know, um, he he has a very interesting story, but he hit about 300 views in the first day. You know, we're small. We're in a small market. Um, he was the first video that I had to do 500 views. He was the quickest one to 500. So we're, we're gaining traction. I want to thank you guys. Y'all keep listening. We have 159 subscribers on YouTube, over 5,000 plays. Uh, Sean Moore and Jed Bonds have hit over 500. We want Mike Davis to hit over 500. And moving forward, we just want to make bigger strides in what we're doing. I thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. We have uh, what Millionaire Vision Company has, uh, Legends of the Fall, Center Stage, the Anything Goes podcast, and Money, Power, Respect. We're all under one umbrella. I'm filling out the roster. Um, you know, it's going to be everything that we've talked about here since 2019 up until now. It's began to happen, and we're going to continue to grow, and we're going to continue to stay the course. So I definitely, again, want to stress to you guys continuously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the over 5,000 um, views on YouTube. Thank you for over the 3,000 spins on the Anchor app. And that includes Spotify, um, Google Play Music, you know, um, Apple Podcasts. Um, we're on Breaker Radio. Just thank you guys. If it, however you listen to the podcast, however you consume, thank you. I appreciate you. So let's get down to business. I had to get that out of way out the way. Um, I hope you've been doing okay. First and foremost, I hope everything's been going well in your life. Doing the interviews, I'm, I'm not able to do this at the end of the interviews. Sometimes I definitely give positive words of encouragement, but haven't been able to do that. And that's another reason that I wanted to come here today and, and speak to you guys. Um, I hope everything's going well. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. We still have to be sound with mind, body, and spirit. We still have to be in touch with ourselves, no matter what. We're not on lockdown, so people are free to come and go as they please. But, of course, we have a mandate that is pretty much universal across the world and across the country but we're going to focus more so here in the United States of America. This COVID-19 vaccine mandate, we're just going to hop right into it. When it comes down to a vaccine, when it comes down to just living your life, when it comes down to everyday freedoms, I am under the belief that we don't have, we're not as free as we think we are or as free as these people have told us that we are. You know, I think they've been lying to us for the longest time, especially if you're black. We know that we're not on the same playing field as our white counterparts. And now I believe our white counterparts are start, starting to realize that, you know, they may not be as free as they think they are as well. And it's a trip. Um, I am not anti-vax. I am not pro-vax. I am pro doing what you have to do and what you should do for self. That's exactly how I feel. I don't believe that anybody should be made to do anything that they don't want to do. And to me, making it mandatory for people to get a vaccination is horrible. It's stripping people of who they are as individuals. 
Um, I don't care if a person takes the flu vaccine every year, if they've been taking vaccinations since they were born. When you're born, you're a child, you're a baby. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what these people are putting in your body. You have no opinion. You have no choice. Your parents can say, I don't want my child to be vaccinated, but then they run into the risk, which we've seen this year and years uh, prior to this. When you don't get your children vaccinated, you open yourself up to harassment and potential uh, jail time and, and your kids being taken from you for days at a time because doctors and physicians or the state, the government, whoever, we're just going to say everything is government that they, and I may be wrong, but it is what it is, that they come in and and they have more say-so over your child than you. And it's sad. So um, no matter if you've been taking vaccinations your entire life, when it came down to COVID-19, a lot of people hit a hard pause and they thought about it. And they said, well, wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. A lot of people are are questioning this vaccine. They don't want to take it. They don't want to inject themselves with something that has been proven to have um, ill effects on people, to to damage the nervous system, to, uh, in some cases, cause deaths or permanent disfigurement. You know, and it, it doesn't have the same effect on everybody. And... That's why I'm talking to y'all now. Just as well as that vaccine doesn't have a a negative effect on everyone. Neither does this virus. I'm no doctor. I'm 33 years old. I'll be 34 on Sunday. I've never been to medical school. I've never practiced medicine. I've never been a a Western doctor. I've never been a... um, what is it? A, a a doctor a doctor of natural remedy remedies. I've never done this. I've never studied medicine. So, no, I'm not uh, someone that you need to run to and and get your uh, information about. I'm not that guy. But I am smart. I do know that one plus one equals two. Two plus two equals four. And this virus, a lot of people have probably gotten this virus, did not have any symptoms, and it left their body or still in them. It's laying dormant. They probably won't ever, um, excuse my bathroom, <laughs> but they probably won't ever feel any type of negative effect from this virus. But yet still, they're made to to take a vaccine that they don't know for a fact is going to have a positive effect on them. You see, it's crazy when you think about it. Because if this is an airborne virus and it's spreading as rampant as it is, that means that most Americans have already gotten it. Maybe everyone has gotten it. And People just fought through it. People were asymptomatic. People carried this virus and it's okay. It's not going to do anything to them. You see, this isn't the first time we've had a pandemic or a plague, whatever, whatever epidemic. I don't care what you call it. This, This has happened before and everyone didn't die. I challenge people, I say this all the time, and I'm, you know, just being honest. Do you know how many people die on a regular day pre-pandemic? Do you? Because I didn't. You know, there's not a rolling ticker on CNN, Fox News, NBC, BBC, whatever you go to get your news from. There's not a rolling ticker that says, hey... You know, 25,000 Americans died yesterday and they died from X, Y, and Z. We don't get that. We never have and we never will. But now, with the pandemic, every day we're getting, hey, 
this, that, and a third happened. This, that, and a third died. This many people died on yesterday. We don't see how many people die daily or weekly or monthly from the flu. They don't sensationalize it. But they've sensationalized COVID because they want you to be afraid. No conspiracy theorist. I try to think logically. But I do know that this isn't right. I do know that you're putting people in a line of fire to choose between their livelihood and what they believe in. You see, I was born a Christian. I was brought up in Christianity. Mother and father went to church, listened to the preachers preach and talk. They always talked about the mark of the beast. And one day, um, you're not being a buy or sell or enjoy any of the freedoms that you once had. And this pandemic, this mandate, it feels biblical. These mandatory vaccines seem biblical when you talk about New York and you talk about how uh, they're saying that you can't go to large gatherings, you can't be in crowds, you can't go to restaurants unless you have the vaccine. Large crowds could be a grocery store, a pharmacy, Anywhere of that nature. And I mean, anything of that nature. Anywhere of that nature. And they're telling you that unless you show your vaccination card, that you won't be able to go into these places. That's crazy to me. That's wild. When people are being fired and terminated and having to leave their jobs because uh, they don't want to put something in their body that they have no idea about, that they've seen a lot of negative and, of course, a lot of positive conversations about. They just, they're not sure. They don't want to do it. But they're being demonized. They're being sensationalized in news coverage and media. And they're they're being embarrassed and they're losing their way of making money and providing and taking care of their families. Journalists are shaming people and calling people anti-vaxxers and you know, uh, let's talk about Kyrie Irving and how he's being crucified for not wanting to take a vaccination. It's not right. It's not right. When you're telling your employer that, you know, I don't want to take this vaccine because of what I believe in, and your employer is saying, well, we don't care what you believe in, you're taking this vaccine. But a lot of these places, a lot of these jobs, a lot of these areas in the country, they say that they're all about diversity and inclusion and that they're all about the people. And, you know, that they're a lot of these places are pro-choice and pro-choice covers everything humanly possible. Pro-choice is telling you that you have the free will to do with your body that you want what you want to do. You can do what you want to do and no one can take that away from you. And in a matter of a year and a half, hasn't even been two years yet, they've undone that. They spit it back in your face. They slapped you in the face. They've taken people's ability to make money. The same people, especially these healthcare workers that were on the front line last year, Traveling nurses going to the epicenter of this pandemic, going to New York, going to California, going to all these different places, putting their lives on the line with no vaccine on file. They worked and worked and worked 12 plus hours a day, every day to provide care for these sick people. And today... Those same people who did this without a vaccine have been told 
to get the hell out, that they're fired, their services aren't needed anymore. And it's okay. This shit is biblical if you were born into a Christian family. And this country is supposed to be a Christian country, correct? No. They've been pulling the wool over our eyes since black people have gotten here. And we were already here. Some of us were already here. But when the slave ships came over, we were stripped of our dignity. And they're doing that now. But now it's just not black people. It's everyone. Every person of color. Every person who might not have the melanin that I possess. The dark skin that I possess. Everyone under the sun has been stripped of their rights. And if you haven't gotten the vaccine, people are really looking at you like you're the devil. Well, it's not about you. It's it's about you protecting the next man. You're getting the vaccine not only for you, but the people around you. Well, what about me? You see, man, Travis, but they, myself, I'm not speaking in third person. I'll never do that. But myself, I've been sitting back and I'm like, no, I can't let you guys. I can't sit back and let y'all strip us of who we are, our identity. And not say nothing about it, not use my platform to speak about this. We have to engage in these conversations. Because it's not fair. It's not right. People should not be held to this standard of fear and having to make a choice between what they believe in and making a livelihood to provide for their family. They shouldn't have to do that. It's not the country that we're supposed to be living in. This isn't supposed to be happening in 2021. It was never supposed to happen. But especially now, as far as we have supposed to have gotten from those slave days, those Jim Crow days, look at where we are now. Is this 2021 or is this 1951? It makes you think. They're killing Kyrie. And then it's black men that are at his neck. And I'm like, y'all don't understand. Y'all have been here before. We've been here. We know not to trust this government. But you have that go along and get along game. And it's crazy. It's a lot changed since we spoke in March. Kwame Brown emerge. That's where I got that go along and get along from. I've heard it before, but he he made it more relevant. Those black gatekeepers. Those black people who are who are driven by money and you need money. Money is the biggest illusion in the world, but you need it in order to maintain a sustainable way of living, I understand. Unless you live off the grid, you farm, you make your own food, all that, you know, unless you do that, you do need money. But at what cost and what expense? Don't sell your brothers and sisters out and throw them under the bus because you feel as if the bottom line matters more than anything else. No, a lot of people's moral ethics and and how they're wired matters more to them than money. But you need money. Some people may ask, like, Trav, what would you do if you were in a position I was in that position. I got exempt. I got exempt because I used their logic against them. I got exempt because I didn't lie to them. I told them that I was um, submitting my request under the faith-based guidelines. And it was approved. But everybody isn't that lucky and that fortunate. Some may say, Trav, what what are you going to do, you know, if next year they say, well, we understand what you're saying, but you need to take this shot or you're going to be fired. 
Well, when that bridge comes, we'll cross it. All I can say now is if you're in a situation to where you were approved for an exemption or your job isn't saying it's mandatory to take a vaccination, start preparing yourself for the moment that they say that it is mandatory. Start lining up your ducks. Change your 401k. Start putting more money into it. Start saving more. Save 60% of your paycheck. Survive off of 40. Or however you need to split it. You might be able to save 40%. Save. Because shit is getting real. And we see it. I love all of y'all. Vaccinated or not. My stance will never change. I believe you should be pro-choice. I should. I believe you should be able to say no when you don't want to put something in your pocket. And I don't believe that your power and ability to go out here and make money should be affected by that. So we're going to move past that. I got to do some housekeeping. Y'all know I've been giving it up for my brother Reggie Glenn ever since I started this podcast, and that'll never change. So, it is the pandemic. We do need to lose weight. Shout out to me. Went to the doctor last week. I lost four pounds. Hadn't been to the doctor in months. My doctor got on me. She was like, hey, you really have to come see me because you aren't the healthiest young man in the world uh, so you know I went lost a couple pounds I need to get some other things in order though you know I can't be stubborn I want to be here with y'all I want to be here with y'all 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now and I'm going to still be on this here app talking my shit but if you want to get in shape if you want to be fit mind, body, soul, physically emotionally Get started with my brother, Reginald Glenn. It's Reginald Glenn on Facebook, RG Fitness on um, Instagram. Holla at him. He has a, the Trifecta Gym here on Patterson Avenue, and they have one in Jamestown outside of High Point. Tell him that his brother Street sent you. He can be a personal trainer. You can utilize the gym, the equipment. You can tone up, tone down. You can add weight. You can lose weight. You can add muscle. You can you can do whatever it is you need to do. My brother Reginald Glenn will get you right. He may even throw you in a discount if you tell him that you know me. But I doubt that. But holler at him, man. You know, let him know that I sent you. Y'all go. He he's the best trainer. Uh, the people in that gym, the other trainers, they're great as well. Shout out to them. Salute to them. They've been doing their thing for a long time, and we're gonna continue to support. It's all about um, moving forward and growing your businesses. So y'all check out my brother Reginald Glenn on Facebook, RG Fitness Three Four on Instagram. Like I said, let him know I sent you. Let him get him get you right. Salute to everybody. Shout out to everybody that's been go-getting it the last uh, six, seven months since I've talked to y'all. might have been longer than that. But I want to salute everybody who's doing their thing. All the new businesses, everybody who had to take a step back, shut down, recalibrate, come back to it. Um, I want everyone to make it and win. Salute to y'all. Shout out to you. So we got to get into something else. It's been a while since we've chopped it up. But we got to talk about uh, hip-hop and what's going on. If you haven't noticed, if you haven't realized, if you've been in a, under a rock or whatever, in a box, wherever you've been, in space, the hip-hop police is real. I don't know if you think or, I mean, if you know that or, or what, hip-hop police is real. Excuse me. And they're showing their face. There's so many rappers in the past year, this year, not even fiscal year, just this year alone, 2021, who've been locked up. You have NBA Youngboy, Fred O'Bang, um, Fujiano, 
Uh, I think he should be getting out soon. Uh, you have a couple members from O Block that's been hit with a Rico charge, Pooh Shiesty. It's a lot of people, man, <laughs> that's been snatched up by them boys. And I'm here to tell y'all, the youngins, the people my age as well, anybody who's listening, if you ain't a rapper and you listening and you still in the streets and you're listening or, or you might be an everyday person and you know a rapper or a street nigga that rap and talk about the things he he's done for real or the things that he's continuously doing in the street and putting that shit on social media and um in their music, they're going to come get your ass. They're going to use your music. They're going to use your truth to 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 convict you of the crimes that you got away with, but you're admitting to them on records and online and social media. They're going to use it against you. Stop talking about what you've done and what you're currently doing. Rule number one. Never talk about an open murder. There is no statute of limitation on murders. Once you kill somebody, they can come back and convict you 20 years later if the evidence showed that you did it. So for 20 years, you got away with this. But now, in year 21, they've come to get you. This is how it goes in the streets. You kill somebody, you talk about it, they figure out that you've done it, or they have an inkling that you've done it. If they can find a chink in your story and in your armor and the evidence, they're going to come lock your dumb ass up and throw away the key. Stop talking about and rapping about the shit you're doing or have done in the streets. They're going to use it against you. Go on YouTube, type in um, lawyer listens to Little Dirk's lyrics or lawyer talks about the old block trial. They're watching. They're watching. If the lawyers are watching, you know the police are watching. The detectives are watching. The feds are watching. They want you. Once you get a bag, if I had $250,000, $500,000, dollars a million dollars, and I took the shit to the Mecca, and I'm not going to say what the Mecca is to me, but I take it to the Mecca and I bust it down between the guys. And one of the guys used the money that I I gave him to go get a crate of guns and turn this bitch up. They're going to link it to me and they're going to call it a RICO case because at that point in time, I'm funding a criminal organization. That's how it goes. Once you get the bag and they know you still have street ties, they want to connect you and the bag to crimes that have been committed in the streets. They start watching your ass once you come from the streets. You make it and you have a lot of money. That's why people go legit. A lot of these cats don't say what organization they were a part of. They leave that shit in the past. Or they keep the name and they just make sure everybody associated with that name is out of the streets. That's how you do it. Once you get up some M's, couple hundred thousand... You own a radar, you black. We know you come from a sketchy background. We know somebody over there was selling drugs. We know you got some hitters and some killers. Why do we know that? Because you and the three other niggas that rap from your hood are all talking about the same shit. Spinning, the murder game, the drug game. Y'all talking about the same thing. So now we looking. Oh, and now you're dropping names, you're dissing your ops. You talking about that murder that was committed three years ago that we had, it's been a cold case. 
Now they have traction. They gonna come for your ass every time. And they gonna let you get out here and make your money. You gonna be up 20 million before they come holler at you. Because for today, let's say Rapper X comes out today. It's October 21st. And in a year, Rapper X is the biggest rapper in the world. But Rapper X is still connected to the streets. They are watching Rapper X for the next two, three years. They're going to let him build up his name, his fame. And they're going to let his ass crash out like a crash test dummy. And they're going to come get him and everybody. And now it's time to play these games. We're going to interrogate you and we're going to hope somebody breaks. Happens every time. But you can't tell these people nothing. You can't enlighten your brothers and your sisters because everything is done for clout nowadays. Everybody wants a name nowadays. Everybody wants to be in a limelight. And that's the worst way to be. Why do you want to... Have a target on your back. My nigga, it's all about getting out. I ain't from the projects. I ain't from the hood. We came from a, a middle class neighborhood, lower middle class, if you want to call it that. We had the smallest crib on the block. You think I ain't want to get out the little house in the, on the prairie? Hell yeah, I did. By any means. But I was around some hustlers and go-getters and some OGs that always told me, whatever you do, don't talk about it openly. Especially murder, youngin. You want to get out, I get it. But you want to stay out and stay away and stay out of prison. You want to get out of your situation from a fucked up ass neighborhood to escape the people you might be in a neighborhood with that don't like you. The the motherfuckers that might have a problem with your neighborhood that ain't, ain't from over there that might might not like you. And you want to get away from the cops who damn sure want to lock your ass up. You want to get away from all of that. Stop telling on yourself. That is so stupid. Scammers, the same with y'all. Motherfuckers of all these M's ain't got a job the first, as they say. And you putting all this luxurious shit on the internet. Are you dumb? You're going to get on these folks' radar. They going to come for your ass. They going to let you win. They going to let you taste that that expensive champagne. They going to let you buy the Balenciagas and the Gucci belts and the Louis Vuitton and all that shit. They going to let you fly private. You going to get all the Hellcats and all the Porsches, all the Benzes, Maybachs, all the Rolls Royce. They going to let you do all that shit. You going to be laid up in Dubai and Africa, everywhere. They going to let you do all that shit. Then they going to come and take it. Once they lock your ass up, ain't no bond. They got you. You finna lose everything because you feel like you got something to prove to the fans, to the consumers, to the supporters, to the doubters, to the haters. You want everywhere you turn to look, you got something to prove to somebody. How dumb can you be? You don't have anything to prove. You've made it. Now you show people how to make it and keep their nose clean. The hip-hop police is real. You black and got money, you automatically a target. You black and broke, you a damn target. So, not only are you black, now you got money to change the, the circumstances for your family and for others around you and their families, and you start thinking for yourself, you think you don't have a target on your back? Be clean, be straight and narrow. So when they come fuck with you, they look like dummies. They harassing you. Now you have a case. Don't sell yourself short. Stop. Trav ain't begging. I ain't begging nobody. I'm just giving you the game. I was taught some shit. By some stand-up ass people. Men and women. 
cousins up eating. They ain't flashy. Cousins taking time. Ain't nobody saying free them. Ain't nobody putting a spotlight on them. You know why? Because we were taught not to. Don't say no names. They might not know we related. But you don't want them people to come looking at you because of me. You right. But now, I'm going to tell y'all everything that I'm doing. I'm going to talk about open murders. My drug dealing. My abuse of drugs. I'm going to share my location. I'm going to tell y'all where I be. I'm going to tell everything and hope that I make it out. You playing a dangerous game. Give me 100 M's right now. I'm running away from this bitch. I'll be back. But I got to go get situated somewhere else. Come back here and help. And tell the guys to still out here, you got to straighten up. Because we can't fumble this bag. We can't lose. We can't. If you know you still going to be out there and you active and I gave you a bag, you just going to have to stay away from me. But a lot of these figureheads, a lot of these leaders, a lot of these niggas, man, they thirsty for the attention. They want to be the hardest. They want to be the baddest. I done spun through these niggas' box three, four times, shot it up. They ain't did nothing to me. Boy, the Grim Reaper coming for you, though, because that energy you put out, you're going to get it back. Ask me how I know. Hell, I might have to bring y'all a series one day. I been thinking about it. So where we can talk about this openly. Because it's needed. It's needed. You got to be smarter than that, my black men, my black brothers. You make it in this music game, you take that money, you flip it, you run. I love y'all, man. I do. I want to see everybody eat, but I want you to be smart. Be intelligent. If you made a million dollars, think about how you can make 10 more. Keep yourself busy so you won't be tricked out of your position. Won't nobody be able to knock you off your pivot if you just pay attention and focus. Because they coming, man. Smarten up, wisen up. Start looking at your brothers. Start looking at your start looking at your opposition like they're your brothers. Things will change. Everybody done lost a tremendous amount from every side, whether south versus north, north versus east, east versus south, whatever. West side in some cities and states. Bloods, Crips, GDs, BDs, Vice Lords, Cobras, Latin Kings, whoever. It's been a lot of bloodshed, a lot of losses, a lot of brothers and sisters and kids and mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers, aunts, uncles, best friends have been killed on every side. Why continue the, the slaughter of each other? Nothing good is coming from it. I was listening to FBG Duck's mom talk about uh, when Dusky got killed and they went to the funeral and she was explaining, coming out of the church, saying like, hey, y'all make sure you, you know, you keep your head on the swivel. These niggas ain't playing fair. Then all of a sudden she hear the shots ring off. Boom, 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 boom. Shot up the funeral. Dusky gets shot. She talk about his head swelling up instantly. They turning him on inside and blood just gushing out of his mouth. And I sent my right hand man Vito. Y'all know I talk to Vito every day. I sent him the the video clip and I say, that's some scary shit to think about. Who would want to see that every day? A lot of these cats 
have normalized this because it's all they see. Y'all, leave that violent shit alone. I know I went from talking about Rico cases and the hip-hop police to violence, but I want y'all to realize, man, it's not worth it. I have my hold-ups. I have my, you know, trust me, a motherfucking threat in my life. Man, I get threats, you feel me? I don't, man, I just don't let them get to me. I don't fret. Cause a lot of people just talking. Some people ain't, but you, you and you gotta be prepared. But yo, you shouldn't be on offense with this shit. Be on defense and don't let nobody play with you. But y'all need to sit down and squash the beef. If you got a problem with somebody, but two men can always have a conversation. Even if the conversation, even at if at the end of the conversation, is that. We just don't fuck with each other. A conversation was had. When I see you, I ain't going to do nothing to you. And when you see me, don't do nothing to me. We can go coexist out this bitch. And that's how it needs to be. That's how it has to be. Or they ain't going to be a generation of black people. They're going to be gone and everybody in history going to be like, well, what happened? These warriors, because y'all law, y'all are warriors. Y'all just fighting the wrong battle. Y'all are fearless as hell. But y'all killing each other. Imagine if y'all came together. Imagine the music. Imagine the moves. Imagine the money that can be generated of motherfuckers just stop hating each other. You don't even know why you hate each other. You hate each other for what? A color, a name, my nigga, a side of town, nigga. You don't own that shit. You don't own that color. You don't own that name. You don't own that side of town. You don't own that street. Hell, some of y'all don't even own the house that's been shot up. That's granny house. That's auntie house. It's mama house. And y'all bringing that foolishness to her doorstep. She been going to church for 55 years, making Sunday dinner every Sunday, making sure you, your mama, everybody straight. And y'all going to have this woman's house getting shot up because you ain't got no damn sense. Y'all crazy as hell. Get your asses out the street. Make your music. Make your money. Change the fortunes of everybody around you and leave that beef shit. Let it die. Leave it in the street. We businessmen and women, and we need to conduct ourselves as such. So, I just wanted to touch bases with y'all today. I ain't going to stand before y'all too long. You know, we just had to get acquainted again. So now... I'm going to tell you this. We're going to start back doing interviews for the YouTube channel. If you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go ahead and do that. It is M as in Mary V. Victor C. Charlie Streets with a Z. MVC Streets. Type it in on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Turn the bell on so you'll be notified every time we upload an interview or a video, podcast, whatever we're doing, you'll be notified. We're at 159, be the 160th person to subscribe. We want to get those numbers up there. You will be getting a Anything Goes podcast every Thursday from here on. On top of the interviews, I am introducing, and I'm going to put her name out there. It's not a secret, Latika Crawford. And for the people who went to follow on with the Parkland, you guys know her. I love her. We've reconnected. We're going to be doing some things together. She's going to be coming on board. Um, I have another videographer that I'm about to bring into the mix. His name is Michael J. He has J Bird Films. Uh, he will be doing everything under his imprint. I will be doing everything under mine. But we're going to be working together, making things pop, growing our brand and our business together. He's one of my homeboys from when I was young, one of my brothers. I love him. We got to make it happen. So you will be getting Legends of the Fall. You'll be getting Anything Goes. You will get Money, Power, Respect. You'll get Central Stage. You're going to get everything that you've been getting the past two years. 
you're going to get it now. We've been doing this thing since September of 2019. I can't believe we're still here and we're growing. No more goofy ass niggas will be allowed to be um to use this platform. I apologize to you guys once again. Um, but you know, I was transitioning over to YouTube anyway, so I can't blame that on anybody. I'm just letting you know that when you hear people here on this platform, it's because I fuck with them and I believe in them. I'm not giving any more opportunities to people who are just looking for a come up and they're not genuinely sincere about what they're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, I can't figure out what it is for you to do. Have an idea of what you want. We're trying to, we're growing this brand and this business. We need multiple people. We need people who can do different things to help this grow and expand. And if you think that you can bring something to the table, bring it to the table. The table's set. It's, it's set for you. You know, I'm not trying to be a dictator or anything like that when it comes down to what we're building here. But I will not stand for people coming, not having an idea of what they're doing. They step on everybody else's toes and then they act like they did nothing wrong. To hell with you. <laughs> I have no time for that. So come holler at us. All right. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed me. It's good to be back. Not, like I said, nothing went wrong. Nothing was going bad. We've been on YouTube doing our thing, but now we're back. We're back where we started and we're better than ever. I love you guys. If you need to get your mental right, log out of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, anything to do with social media, put your phone down, put it on Do Not Disturb. Tell the people who you believe or feel should know what you're doing. Let them know. And if not, if you don't feel like you need to give anybody an explanation, which you don't, take a day for yourself. Unplug, disconnect from everything and everyone. You owe it to yourself. You are the most important person in your life because you only get one life to live. And we got to live this bitch to the fullest. Because one, like I tell my son, when you close your eyes, it's not call of duty. It's not, the, the mission is not going to restart. You're not going to start over. You can't go grab a Medipack and be back at 100%. That ain't how life goes. So fuck everything and everybody that's not conducive to you and who you want to be and where you want to go. Fuck them and do you. That's our message, okay? Y'all have a good one. I was talk to you guys next Thursday, Sunday. I turn 34. I'm chilling. I really don't want to do anything. If you want to get me a gift or want to shout me out, do that. Other than that, I'm going to be chilling. I took some time off, and that's why I'm talking to y'all today. I was going to get on yesterday, but I forgot that I was off work. So it kind of threw me. So I said, well, I'll just talk to them tomorrow. Thursday is our days. Be looking for Thursday content. From here until forever. I will never never leave you guys again. Alright? With that being said, this has been another episode from the Anything Goes Podcast. I forgot what number I'm on. Forgive me. But I'll holler at y'all next Thursday. I'm out.